Hi guys and welcome to another episode of Life Aholics. I am Marvina. And I'm Shauna. And this is a show where we discuss any and everything over and under the sun until the bottle's empty. So grab a glass, come on in and enjoy. Tonight, I am having <laughs> what? Nothing. Nothing. So tonight, I will be having a red wine. It looks black, right? But it's it, not. It's red. Uh, you want the strong red that, with the aroma in the in the notes and I don't know. I don't but know. What after the day of work I had, I need it. So you may see me pouring off. <laughs> <laughs> And tonight I am having for like the seventh time today um, a mimosa. Yeah, so alcoholic. Yeah. If you guys want to know why I've been having cel- celebratory drinks for the past two days, I quit my job and ignored me. Yes. So, huh? What'd you say? Huh? What'd you say? What? What the hell you say? Nothing. That's all right. I'm. I'm here. Uh, in the playback. Yep. So this episode might be a little extra fun because I'm pretty sure me and Sean's going to be a little lit. Mm-mm, don't put my name in that. Bro. You got to get on my level. Sh- shall we bring up past incidents? Even when I am no, on your level, not I'm not at your level. That's first. We're not going there. I'm about I, to say I can handle my drinks way better than you can, bro. That wasn't my fault. It was gonna leave it at that. I still can handle them better. I would have been right there with you. No, but you know, shit happens. <laughs> you know, anyway, anyway, good. Oh we how are we gonna talk about that? And we supposed to be talking about parenting. <laughs> Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna leave the drinks aside and we are gonna move on into what we are discussing tonight, which is millennial parents versus Gen X parenting. How are they different? All that other good stuff. So for the ones that don't know, the millennial generation is anyone that was born between 1981 and 1996. So I believe like the oldest general millennial is turning 40 this year, right? I believe so. I mean, you calculate. I don't. I mean, uh, that's insane. I think. I think. I mean, right? Is it thirty nine or is it forty? Sure. Calculate it real quick, bitch. I'm using my phone as my Google Doc, so (laughs) wait. Because that's easier. I'm still looking at the screen because I just got my phone on the party. Forty one. That's not right. They're turning 41 this year? Listen, they're turning 40 or 41. They're turning one of them. All I know, I'm not in that category. They, I ain't going to say old, but they're... No, they're not old. they just seasoned. That's yeah. all that is. That's so wild, the whole millennial thing. Because I thought forever I was Gen... Not, what is it? Gen X? The one yeah. 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 Yeah, I did too. I did not consider my... Well, I've always t- put millennial into two ca- categories. 
the eighties <laughs> generation of millennials and the nineties. I feel like those two are completely different on their own in some ways. No, bump that. It's three groups: eighties, nineties, two thousands. Them two thousand kids. I thought it ended in ninety six though. But they grew up in the two thousands. Okay, gotcha. So I feel like anybody that grew up in the two thousands, you're definitely, and you're like a parent now. Because it was ninety six. How yeah. old are they? The ninety six bunch. Yeah, they're they're in their third. They're in their twenty twenty eight late twenty late twenties. I mean, you're the calculator. I mean, the calculator, not cal like physical calculator. The nineteen ninety six bunch is uh twenty six. Okay, yeah. So they got kids. Yeah, they got kids. So, oh, so you saying like the twenties, the twenty year old millennials? Is that what oh, you yeah. mean? Like yeah, those, <laughs> those type of people. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, but anyway, we will be talking about the differences between all those three groups since, you know, Marvina has decided to put them into three. I only thought it was two, but we're going to put them into three now. And we're going to talk about the difference between them, um, you know, and just go throughout our differences because both of us was raised by parents that was a Gen X bunch, I believe. Yeah. A Gen X bunch, I think. I guess you know um so <laughs> we'll be talking about how we but were parented huh? okay, do, i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you off go ahead okay so we'll be talking about how we were parented versus how we parent what's yeah. your question marvina no i was gonna say will we be like the product of gen x slash baby with an influence of baby boomers because i feel like our grandparents and older now so we probably are baby boomers slash gen x yeah because that was that's when it was like it's a it takes a village to raise a child that was the thing okay so we're going to be talking about baby boomer gen x and the two parts of millennials (laughs) damn all right in general goddamn (laughs) let's go okay all right so from what i've been noticing and hearing hold on I'm sorry. I you should've... do know I'm not editing anything anymore. You gotta edit that out. Okay. That's it. I don't. Okay. So, from what we've been hearing from millennials and what we can see being a millennial, I think we work more than what our parents slash grandparents did. More so, grandparents, I would think. Because I think, well, no, 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 just. The- Are you usually lip gloss as pointer? Just the woman. <laughs> just the woman. I feel like women work more in our generation than um, previous generations. You know, they may be true, may not. But I do think that, like, a lot of women are bosses now. Not that they weren't bosses then, but, you know, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. And I think uh, now... Uh, um, that we're parenting. Oh, I shook the whole tape. Shaking a tape. <laughs> Came Michelle. <laughs> so I think uh, now that we're parents, we do focus more on career and uh, family. You know, yeah, both of them are important to us. It's like it's not like the choice has to be made. Yeah, you know, uh, more so. Mm-hmm. I think like. Oh, Lord, really knows one itch. Let me talk. 
I think like we have, uh, we're more comfortable saying like, hey, I like my career. I love my career. I like doing my job, but my family comes first as well. And I think that's, that is more. Bro, 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 bro. What are you doing? I'm trying to move this book off my leg. All of your body is moving. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, I think we're more like, um, more so, hey, I love my job. You know, I like working, but my family also comes first. I think that's very prominent now than it was back then. I, I believe, like, the generation that raised us, raised us definitely had to choose between family and work. Like, one of my favorite movies from the 80s, God dang, what is the name? I feel like it's, ba- it's not, is it Boomer or something like that? I can't think of it. It has uh, Bette Midler, and she has this awesome career or whatever and then like some long lost uh family member dies and leaves her with a farm and a baby uh-huh. and like has to she, i think i don't know she quit or got fired right yeah and, um she had to move to this cabin she was a city girl and then she had to move to this cabin and take care of this baby and like she, like for like a whole season I think throughout the winter she had, she didn't have like, oh, let me stop saying like, she didn't have <laughs> food or electricity or something. And she, I know y'all, whoever knows what movie I'm so- talking about, I'm so sorry. I am butchering the uh, <laughs> the description, but I'm doing my best. And um, she had to, she had like, oh, she had an apple tree or something. Is something just vibrating over there, bro? Some did just vibrate. I tried to ignore it. All I heard is doom. Um, <laughs> it was my phone. How about, let me do this DD stuff. Ended up like making tons of applesauce. Then she turned into like a five-star business while trying to raise a baby. Like she never wanted a baby. She wanted to be a career woman, right? Uh-huh. So she, while raising a baby, she came up with this brilliant plan to uh, make this applesauce globe or something. It's a really good movie. It just shows like the balance. Has she started off as not as only wanting a work life and then she had to choose between like a work life and the stay-at-home mom life and she chose the stay-at-home mom life and then she figured out a way to make both of them work for her. Yeah, and I think I don't want to say I think. And more so back then, I um, more so back then, it was a village to raise a child. So if a mother did have to work, it was definitely someone there that could watch the child. I think mothers are a lot on their own nowadays. Uh-huh. A lot of people don't want to be um, uh, responsible for someone else's child, which does make it difficult for mothers to work and uh, have a job. And then that's when they do have to be like, you know what, I can't. Hey, can't do this. But another thing also, jobs are becoming more um, understanding and some of them um, adaptable to women having uh, children. Like Mm -hmm. some jobs have in 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 work child care where you can bring your child to work and there's like a child care service available on site Uh you know a lot of jobs do that and you know some jobs give you that hope uh when you first have a kid have give you 
the parental leave instead of just uh maternity leave yeah mm-hmm. so i think that's a good thing and then some jobs pay you for that as well some jobs you know people that come around slowly but surely because yeah. i mean the workforce needs people so they have to become more adaptable to people's needs mm-hmm. right and um I think that helps with parenting in this new millennium. Yeah, true. Also, when you was talking about the village, it mm, I think sometimes that, that that falls on the mother, single mother, single father too, because you know a lot of millennials don't want you saying certain things to their kid, your their kid, or they don't want you touching their kid, don't yell at their kid, don't do all this with their kid. Versus yeah. when we were younger, you know. What an adult say is what goes, depending like, on the adult. Sometimes, you know? like when, sometimes when parents were, when other people or grandparents or older people were mm-hmm. parenting their child, they would have to be like, exactly, <laughs> right? Don't say and a word. I like that anymore. These parents nowadays are very meticulous about what happens with their kid, which is a good thing, but also. It does make it difficult for a village to raise a child. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, parents may have different beliefs as their quote unquote village nowadays. Yeah. So it's kind of hard for them to let someone else in when they're the one rearing the child um, and they don't believe the same things. Yeah. So when it comes to believing in the same things, do you believe in whoopings? Okay. So. <laughs> I have a interest. I don't think it's in, okay. I have a somewhat contradictive take on this, right? Mm-hmm. So the whole spare the rise for the child. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I believe that completely. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that is a more millennial thing. We don't. We don't really whoop our children nowadays. Mm-hmm. We talk through a lot more. And I feel like whoopings aren't really necessary unless you have a, um, not disruptive, but not even disobedient. Disrespectful? Disrespectful, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, Disrespectful, malignant is malignant the word I'm looking for because it's in my I head. I don't know, bro. Is it? So I feel like if you have like a disrespectful and malignant child, probably the only way to get through to them is by force. That sounds so bad. That's not <laughs> is it? Uh, by force or by whooping. Uh, mm-hmm. I truly believe in whooping is when that child isn't responsive to any other form of discipline. Yeah that's only the thing like i i don't because i believe whooping scar children in a way that they never really give over mm-hmm. i know i got a couple whoopings in the back of my mind that i think about i don't know if it's like deep trauma but i'll be like you know i got a whooping for such and such and such and such and i'm you know, years old now and i'm still thinking about a whooping from years ago Mm-hmm. So I think it it has a good and bad effect, and I only think it's sh- it's a worst case scenario type of discipline. Mm-hmm. 
Uh-huh. My opinion. And I and I actually think I'm probably I don't want to say single, but it's a very small margin of people that probably think like me. It's uh-huh. either people that's on one side and then there's people on the other side. Right. You know? Yeah. So, and that's what I believe. And I believe a lot of millennial parents are more so on the well, it's called positive parenting. <laughs> positive besides, parenting. Yeah, positive parenting is the uh, size like the uh beat don't say beaten. Oh my god. The authoritative parenting. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Okay. What is your take on that? I'm gonna sit while you talk. <laughs> Alcoholic. Uh I'm sort of like you. I'm on the fence. So I do not whip, uh, whip, whip, whoop. I don't even know how to say it right. I do not spank. Yeah, I'm about to say. <laughs> My kid. Um, now, I did when he was little. I gave him that. I call it love tap. Don't touch that. <laughs> <laughs> so I did do that when he was like two. Now that he's older, I don't. I think my voice uh, is whooping enough. So he knows when I'm getting to that point. To where he's like, oh, okay, let me let me calm down. Like if I'm calling his entire name, I swear he stands at attention every time. I don't know what it is with the middle name and 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 black kids, but maybe that's all kids. I don't know. But if a parent call your middle name, it's just like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely like that. Like, what the did I do? You sit Because I called his entire name one time. I didn't even want anything. He comes running. Yes, ma'am. And then I think I was like, hey, pass me that remote right there. And he was just like, well, why'd you call my whole name? And I was like, oh, I don't know. I just called your whole name. But um, yeah, I don't I don't really whoop. I do uh again, I'm on the fence. So like as he gets older, I may have to get a little bit more firm. Um, but right now I don't, and I do punish. But I don't whoop. Uh, yeah, but I think the punishing nowadays take off for that. You know, you take a kid's phone. I think they would rather have a whooping. Honestly. <laughs> like, yeah. Don't take the phone. Yeah. <laughs> so, but no, I'm pretty much on that same bandwagon. I don't think I'm scarred because I don't really remember any whoopings. I mean, I was a good child. I can literally count the whoopings on one hand. So I literally can one hand well, you remember them Wayne? huh no there was just so few of them until i don't even know what i did i don't i just know that i didn't get them i got one because of your husband and i will never forget <laughs> it first of all let's we're not we're not uh, <laughs> <laughs> technically it was my <laughs> fault okay in all honesty I came, oh, to truth. Right, I came to truth about everything when I got grown. It was all me. But yeah, I definitely let him take the fall for it back then. <laughs> Glad I got this on recording. <laughs> Everybody knows the truth now. Thank you very much. Okay. Everyone knows that it was me. But back then, they could have sworn I was just tainted by him. He is dragging me down. <laughs> that is so awful. My bag really got a bad rim. He's not as he like I t- I tell a lot of people he just has his demeanor about him now. Mm-hmm. You know, you know people mm-hmm. when he walks in, they definitely like you know, <laughs> yeah. 
And I'm like, y'all, he is a, a big ass teddy bear. Exactly. And I that's it. That's it. About him. It's Girl, that that's now though. That was not then. Then <laughs> he he was a little, little little monster. So I figured, why damage my reputation? I'm like, <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, it's funny. But when it comes to whoopings, no, I don't believe in whooping my kid. You know, I do. I I, I lie to him and be like, you know, you keep talking smart smart to me, I'm gonna punch your ass in the throat. Um, oh, wow. you know what? Do I'm I so- ever do it? No, but you know. I say the same thing to my nephews. That's hilarious. Yeah, we just talk shit, but we ain't gonna do shit. Yeah, that's very <laughs> but I get you. Okay, so I am. I I've only got like a percentage of this conversation because I I do have. I hate the words. I have bonus kids, so um, but I'm not really involved in the discipline, discipline mm-hmm. you know, unless they're actually with me. You know, so like if there's some like something happens while they're with me, then there's a uh, disciplinary they gonna go. But my kids say, uh, they told my husband like they something. I don't know how the conversation went on. It's like the only thing my friend's gonna do is she's gonna either look at you, like, or she's gonna cuss at you. <laughs> and if she cussing at you, then you know she upset with you. So I was like. Okay. I mean, I don't know about the curse part. You literally curse me out every single day, bro. Well, I don't curse my kids out every single day unless they do something stupid. That's messed up. I don't wait a minute. I don't curse you out. I got proof. Yeah, you do. I don't curse we so uh I can't even really like when it comes to like real deal discipline. I can't even see you doing it though. Like in all honesty, I, I can see I... you doing it for like probably like three seconds, and then your heart just breaks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just... When my husband would discipline my kids, it, it it hurts so bad. Like I'd be like, I can't, I can't mentally take it. I don't know, why. <laughs> I just can't. And I'd be, he'd be like, gotta chill. I was like, well, you just need to quit. Everybody just need to quit. Just leave them alone. Just leave them the hell alone. Oh I don't know. Oh, my God. I, I, I don't know. I really don't. Nothing yeah. i talk about with the therapist. We're going to do a whole episode on me at the therapist. Right. Right. But no, it, it is difficult. So like if I put my kid on like punishment and of course I'll take the phone, I'll take the Xbox, PlayStation. I'm taking all electronics out of your room. Like read for the next two weeks. That's all you could do. And then them whole two weeks, I'm like, okay, 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 okay. Do you think it's been enough? I think it's been enough. Has it been enough? I'm like, no, I got to stick it out. And then he he knows it and he plays on it. He's like, I did this and I drew you this and I made this card. I'm like, oh, that's sweet. Thank you so much. You still got six days. I'm better now. But when he was like five, oh God, I was a wreck. Oh yeah. That's, you know, that was definitely uh, my husband with his daughter. Mm-hmm. Played him like a fiddle. Like of course. <laughs> I'm so serious. It was I don't longest record probably a day. Maybe. Maybe the next two That's seconds. literally nothing. No. No. I've lasted at least three. I've lasted three full days when he was younger. Now I last the whole time. The whole oh. time. I'm like I, Bro, I don't care. And then he got this thing. If he come in and like talk to me a lot, he's like trying to irritate me. So I like, okay, here, boy, take it and go. Mm-mm. 
Come on, sit down. Have a conversation. Let's talk. And then he's like, okay, well, I got to go. Okay. Come back in if you want to have a conversation. Mm -mm. It gets easier as they get older, honestly. And I think it's, uh, I think we're just, we're more calm too. We're a little more laid back and just Mm -hmm. deal with parenting than our uh, parents were and the people that were raising us. I think they were very firm in everything, pretty much. Yeah. And I think we're a little more, I think because they were strict, we are more laid back because we kind of. We like to give our kids that layer of freedom so that they feel comfortable. I think, in my opinion, I, so that they feel comfortable enough to, you know. Come to us. Yeah, and have a conversation with us if they need to about anything. Because mm-hmm. I know there's things I will probably go to my grave with that I won't tell my parents. I'm so serious. <laughs> this is all because just of how... I don't say my mom was strict, but she was definitely, there was definitely not a verbal connection on certain things. Not yeah. everything. So yeah. Right. Everything's right. Like, nah, I can't, I can't. No, I'm good. So do you think even though we are more laid back that they will still come to us though? Because I just feel like even though we're laid back and we, we try to be open and get our kids to come to us and talk about anything, I still feel like there's that one subject that yeah. kids is just like, nah, bro. Nope. <laughs> no, no. I feel like, I don't know. I don't know. Because I tell my kids, or even uh, my husband, uh, okay, scratch that part. Because I think, like, people tell their kids, if you have that open dialogue, like, hey, you can't come to me with this. Mm-hmm. You can come to me with that. You can come to me with this. You can come to me with that. They feel like they can't. So, yeah, I still think, yeah. There's a very small margin. It's not as wide as it used to be when we were younger, mm-hmm. but it, it's a definitely small area of things that they probably won't tell us. Yeah. But I think um, now that we're more laid back, it's open more, not all the way. I don't know yeah. if it's all the way open, but yeah, I think they trust us more to have more open conversations, not all conversations with us. Yeah. Because Yeah, that makes sense. Because I, I was just asking because my mom was definitely open when it came to that conversation. You know, she told me things I didn't even want to know. I was just like, okay, oh, that's yeah. enough. No. But even <laughs> when it came like to it and she was like, yeah, you come to me, talk to me, tell me when you're ready. You know, I, I still was like, yeah, no. <laughs> no, I'm not doing it. I I say it. I don't know if I'm fully capable and prepared for it I guess I'm so serious because it's just because my kids are definitely closer to to that point than yours are than yours is I say yours are I only got one (laughs) you keep trying to give Uh, me like multiple (laughs) I mean little baby Shanina is fine with me but anyway I'm sorry I don't know Hell no. <laughs> the fuck you do? Try to put my name in it, bitch? <laughs> I can't. But yeah, I just, um, I'm dreading it, basically. I see. I'm coming, but yeah, I'm dreading it. I've just, I don't know. Yeah. And yeah. then they, oh God, it's just a mess. They know I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. I just, because they're my, 
babies, you know? Mm-hmm. I know they're not my babies, but they're my babies. I don't care. I like was about I, to say they're not your babies. I was about to say they're not babies anymore. That's what I was about to say. I know, but they just, as it's like this moment. I don't want to say it's all I have, but it's it's very important to me right now to keep them with me as much as possible because I know once they get older, I mean, it just gets for like the separation just comes for. I don't know. I don't know if that makes about sense. About to cry? No, God. <laughs> hey. Thought I saw a little tear about the fall. No, I'm just. I'm fine. I'm ready. <laughs> okay. All right. We're going to move on from that so you can, you know, get yourself <laughs> together. Good God. Jesus Christ. Okay. So I know you said that, like, um, our parents were more structured, more, more firm, things like that. The only thing that I could say that um, I am firm on is like a schedule. Mm-hmm. He's been on a schedule since he was like four, mm-hmm. maybe. Like you go to bed at a certain time, you wake up at a certain time, you do this at a certain time. And literally now he does everything on his own. He knows his bedtime at nine. He wakes up on at it on his own to go to school. I don't, he wakes me up, honestly. <laughs> like, <laughs> no lie. He is up at like 7.15 every morning and he goes to school from home. His school don't start until 8.30. I got to log in at 8.30 and I'm always late. this is terrible i'm terrible but he thinks i log on all time so that's all that matters that's that's what he sees but yeah i log in 8 45 8 59 o'clock but yeah that's i would say that's like the only thing that i'm extremely firm on is making sure that he is on a strict schedule so he doesn't roam all over the place but Mm -hmm. um i know like a lot of millennial parents don't have like their kids on schedules now you know they they go to sleep whenever they want and of course teenagers that's different I'm talking about like kids um but yeah I've been seeing like they don't have their kids on schedules but I also think that sort of interferes with their schooling too like if they don't get those hours of sleep then they wake up go to school like that you know just hinders and I think what you have going on with your kid is going to make him a very responsible adult because I think the structured schedule can help with how you because I mean we we as adults have structured schedules whether we like to have them or not whether mm-hmm. we abide by them or not but we have structured schedules and I think when you instill that in a child it definitely helps them when they grow up to stick to schedules better because mm-hmm. I know, like, kids nowadays, they just kind of really are free range with a lot of things. Yeah. And I feel like that's going to make a lot of them very free range when they get older, when they actually need structure. Right. Yeah. I think <laughs> that's a good thing to have because it makes you more, uh, keeps you together in the workforce. It helps you out in the workforce and it keeps your life kind of working at, a, you know, running smoothly because mm-hmm. I'm not. Even with me working on me, that's one thing I was going to do is to better my schedule and and structure my schedule more. And that's one thing I was going to do is better my schedule. Yeah. And 
think a lot of kids are missing out on that because they, I mean, they're on their tablets, their phones, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, from when they wake up to when they go to sleep, and they don't really, like, have, like, a time cut off or any structure to where they can be on a device, and, you know, it's just kind of all over the place, you know, parents are handing the tablet to their kid and just going about their day, mm-hmm. and they don't they don't have no cutoff time, no structure, no schedule when to do this and that. So I think that definitely is something millennial parents probably one of our biggest setbacks is the way we do that. Bro, like you be talking fine, but you think so much until you just make yourself sound boring, no lie. Cause you be just like I think that's like <laughs> how <laughs> millennial parents mess up, how they make their kids do that. Bro, I lost it. I, <laughs> I lost every bit of it. Every bit of it left, man. So, yeah, wait, I agree. Wait, 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 wait. I, Okay. So I think I'm guilty of that too. Like um um he uh my kid is on his phone a lot or if he's not on his phone, he's on a Roku TV that got YouTube or if he's not on that, he's on a game. I don't think the the our kids, the next generation know anything about outside. You know, we was outside until the street lights came on. That was a fun time. Just yeah. as long as you got your ass in the house. For the streetlights come on but yeah like if i if i go outside i'm like come on let's go outside like let's skate he loves to skate he know how to skate i don't but he does so if i'm like let's go outside you know i'll walk you skating he's like but there's bees out there <laughs> and, I'm like, and i'm like but you'll be fine let's go but I swear he goes outside and he literally only wants to stay 10 minutes because so wrapped up in the new game that's coming out or freaking Roblox or this this uh what's it what's the thing called uh what's that shit? The little block? What's that game? Didn't you say Roblox? Yeah, it's it. another one. It's the other one. That's the block. It's like green. What is it? Crafted? Minecraft. Minecraft. That. I guess I'll stick it in. I get so sick of it. And then if it's not that, it's games on the freaking PlayStation that he wants to play all day and all night. But, you know, it is what it is. I think, so I think we can't outrun technology. No. We can't outrun technology. We definitely depend on it entirely too much. Yeah, I agree. Is an addiction for everyone. Mm -hmm. Not just kids. I mean, we're, we're addicted as well. We rely on it. Like, I just relied on it to uh, Google some stuff via the show. You know, we rely on it too much. And as parents, we definitely rely on it to, I mean, rear our kids. You know, sad to say, that's we do. Mm Because I know there are, once the baby's out of the womb, I know my nephew at all of one, maybe less than that, probably six to eight months to six months. Mm -hmm. He was obsessed with Cocomel. Oh, God. Oh, can we say that? 
I don't think we should be fine. And he's obsessed with this new show that I don't know the name of. But it's just like once you're out the womb, there's a TV put in front of you. Mm-hmm. You so know, true. The the technology is like the new pacifier. <laughs> it really is. That's a good example. It really is. Yeah. And I think we, as millennial parents, we really need to get a grip on it. Mm-hmm. Or, or I let our children know coming up that they should have a grip on it. You know, we dropped the ball here. Please, y'all pick it up. Right. Because you know, it's it's definitely something that it's, it's a definitely good and bad thing. It, I mean, it definitely technology is wonderful. It works wonders. But at the mm-hmm. same time, it shouldn't be our only source parenting right or technology is only going to grow so of course when our kids become kids it's going to be like 10 times better than what it even is now so when our kids become adults when our kids have kids is what i meant okay maybe (laughs) maybe it didn't sound like the sound when our kids have kids technology is going to be uh 10 times better that's what i meant my bad (laughs) I didn't mean to catch it, but I didn't want you to sound crazy. I don't know. That's my job. I'm not saying that you're crazy. You need to put that down. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Six damn glasses on a day of recording. This bitch is counting. Three, two, three, four. Three. Enough for an entire bottle to literally be in first of all a bottle in two days not just one all right so we didn't talk about the parents that are uh you know some of the millennial x i'm i'm the millennial x i shit the gen x baby boomers first part of the millennials what do you think what i thought you had mixed them together millennial x that's uh, i feel like that explains i did I did. That's why I said, that's why I switched it and changed it. You did it on purpose. No. No. It sounded cool to me. So, all right. So what do you think about some of the millennials that are in their 20s and some that are in their early 30s, like earlier than us? I mean, we're early 30s. I'm just going to cut that out because we're early 30s. Fuck that. But the ones that are in their 20s, and the way that they parent, how do you think that's different from the way we parent? Or is there a difference? I think there's a, the biggest difference, I think, is social media. Okay, so you think that they're the ones that really use up social media? As far as parenting goes, yeah, because I, mm-hmm. I mean, I know, I know a few people in my generation that share their children a lot or like, um, a fairly good amount I mean but it's pretty much just like if you were with someone they'd be like hey look at this picture of my kid look at what my kid and they're always talking about the kid I feel like that's what we do as parents now with social media I think the generation after well not even the generation but the younger parents <laughs> yeah. their, um, their whole I don't, yeah I'm saying their whole being kind of like relies on social media like children out of the womb literally have instagram accounts right that's crazy to me that is so wild to me that's crazy yeah and i know i understand like if you're trying to 
steer your child towards a career of like entertainment mm-hmm. a little bit i don't know i just don't understand right out the womb yeah that's that's insane to me mm-hmm. um, that's just too much access to my kid mm-hmm. and i think um the gents uh younger generation of parents they don't see it like that yeah full access to their kid just means like more likes more views the mm-hmm. more popularity that they wish to have. I think that this whole technology thing has turned into a very big high school popularity game. Yeah. Like you have to be the most popular. That's literally all that counts. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that definitely goes on with their uh, parents because their child has to stand out. Like I know even folks that have, oh, that's off subject, but anyway. So <laughs> I was gonna say I know people that have Instagrams for their dogs and stuff, but that's off that's off topic. <laughs> but <laughs> it's just it's just interesting to see, and it's kind of a little scary that mm-hmm. people pay to let these people you have no idea who they are um, have so much access to your kid. Yeah, exactly. Agreed. Well, um, no, I agree with that. Like start, starting starting a, a Instagram or a fake more so Instagram when a child is like one day old and you got his like newborn picture in the hospital. That's insane to me. I never yeah. did understand that. Even when it came to creating uh, my kids Instagram, you know, because um they told me that it was it was good to start growing his Instagram and all that stuff. You know, I was scared to do it, you mm-hmm. know, um. That's why I really don't even let him. He he has no kind of access to his Instagram unless I give it to him. I'm like, hey, what do you want to write for this post or something like that? Um, other than that, I don't let him control it. I don't let him see how many likes he got. I don't let him see how many followers he got. And when it comes to the followers, I am extremely strict. And if mm-hmm. I find out you're not a kid, like, or you're not family or mm-hmm. a friend or something like that, like you're blocked. And I do go through it monthly. Like <laughs> I go through it because it's not it's not private. It's it's public. So anybody can can follow. And then you know you get busy. You really don't, you're not paying attention to exactly who's hitting that follow button. So mm-hmm. I sort of audit. Sort of, oh. you know. But um I definitely think that there are parents out there though that is letting their child have full access to social media and and all of this stuff but even the games are popping things up that children should not see and that's crazy to me so it's like we really have to monitor everything if we're giving them these devices and letting them watch youtube and play all these crazy games that they're downloading like we have to stay on it and audit really everything yeah Yeah, that's very true we have to be more diligent in what we let them uh, use it for. And I think a lot of parents in our generation, they don't do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, to, yeah, they just don't. It's, and I think we just have to work on that. Mm-hmm. I mean, as millennial parents, we have this duty to us and our children to provide them with um a safe place because i mean the world is growing 
rapidly and just growing and being accessible in many different ways. And we yeah. owe it to them to be the best protection that we can. Mm-hmm. So I think us as millennial parents, it has its good and bad, its ups and downs, but we really have to focus on the fact that we are rearing children to grow into adults. That's what yeah. parenting is. And we have to stay focused on that. And we really need to push forward as being the best millennial parents we can be. So true. Agreed. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode this week. We definitely appreciate it. If you are on YouTube, please make sure to like this video, hit the subscribe button, hit the post notification bell. And if you are listening to this podcast, again, we are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and Google Podcasts. Make sure that you rate, follow, and share, and also follow us over on Instagram at Lifeaholic Podcast. And as always, remember to take life one drink at a time. And we will see you guys next week with a brand new episode. (laughs) Yay! Where's your drink? (laughs) Okay, guys, I always forget my drink. So here it is. You supposed to say bye. Bye. Alcoholic ass. Okay. Bye, guys.